Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It is Friday morning. It is the 7 o'clock hour, and we are really glad that you're here with us. I'm Stephanie Hansen. I'm the host of The Weekly Dish. You can hear Saturdays from 9 to 11. I am filling in today for Jace, who's out. Dawn is out. I'm here with Alexis. Good morning, Alexis. Good morning, Steph. And Kenny, of course, is with us. Hi, Kenny. Good morning. Kenny, the traffic kitty. And Hope, who's my producer on the weekends, is here with us today. So that's awesome. Fun, everyone. Happy Friday. What do you guys do? You guys have big weekend plans? Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) Kenny's remodeling his kitchen, so I think that's his big weekend plan. I have to to run a load up to uh, the farm, spend four hours on the lawnmower, and then race back down here and go back to work on the kitchen and a bedroom. Yeah. So how your farm is four hour drive from your house? No. No, it's two fifteen. Two fifteen. Okay. My lawn mowing is four hours. Eek. Yeah, I've carved off way, way more than I need to. You have a riding mower, right? A zero or... turn, and boy, is it fun! Holy oh, cow! Okay. Those zero turn mowers make uh, mowing a lot of fun. Um, do you want to tell us what the zero turn motor is? I feel like I just took a left turn into Garage Logic, and I don't know what's happening. <laughs> it's got levers instead of a steering wheel. So you can turn on a dime. So trimming around, uh, you can trim around a coffee cup. It, it, it turns so tight. And it just, it, and it's so fast that it cuts your mowing oh. time in half. Yeah. Wow. That sounds amazing. I do. And I do. And I'm really picky. And I'm one of these guys where it has to look like a country club. So, uh, oh, yeah, you want I want the, the plaid looking. Yeah, I, I want it to have curb appeal. I want I don't want people driving by on the gravel at 90 miles an hour saying, what a hellhole. Uh, <laughs> Can so I make it, an it, observation it, that might sound kind of mean? Uh, go ahead. <laughs> I just I you have like, <laughs> like a lot. There. <laughs> you going to be mean here, maybe. Well, I've learned that sometimes my honesty and direct candor is not always appreciated. You should start it with no offense, but... Okay, no offense, but you want good curb appeal at the cabin house, the farm, but your personal hygiene you'll let go for like 25 years. I've got no defense. Uh, I, I took a shower today and maybe a couple more times during the week. I, I, I'm not quite sure, but uh, so I'm clean for right now. I did see um, a picture of you yeah. that was from the Garage Logic podcast that we yeah. tweeted out the little snippet about the beavers, which was very funny. But yeah, yeah you are you're sporting the mountain man. Yeah. It's long yeah, enough Such to braid, I think. A, 
he says I'm a bleeping slob, so, <laughs> and uh, I have no defense against that. <laughs> but you're a bleeping slob who's worried about his curb appeal and yes. his farm. Oh, yeah. I do like that uh, about you. Don't really care about how I look, but my property has yes, to look perfect. Yes, that is, thank you, because it is kind of a, it's a dichotomy that I was having it a is. hard time understanding. Yeah. It oh. is, it is, yeah. Uh, and by him saying that, does it just make you want to keep it longer and just keep keep it growing? Of course. Keep of it course. going? Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. As yeah. long as you don't, like, braid the end of it and put some weird little bead on it. I was going to say braid it. Oh. No. Oh, no. That is, Do you beard oil it? S- <gasps> no, uh, and I should, um, but that makes me so uncomfortable. I can't look at guys like that. I find myself looking past them or down at because you're gonna ground. stare in the wrong place. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, tip of the beard. Yeah. yeah. Okay, this is like a really probably sexist thing to say, but sometimes <laughs> women have like a lot of cleavage and they'll wear like a necklace or something. Uh Oh, yeah. And as a woman, it's sometimes uncomfortable that the like little amulet or whatever is riding right inside the cleave. It's hard not to look there. And I think men don't have a chance. You know what I mean? Like you don't if you don't want us to like look at it, maybe don't adorn it right there. I don't know. But then people are like, oh, women should be able to wear whatever they want without creepy people looking at them. I can see both sides of it. Because sometimes I find myself staring at it too. Yes, yeah. and I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm making myself uncomfortable looking at this beautiful stone in your breasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it all depends on pillows. who it, who who it is. You know, yeah, obviously, if it's somebody, if it would be you, I would just openly just gawk. Uh, because we're, <laughs> we're, we're friends. But, and you'd be yeah. like, hey, can I look at that thing in your boobs right there? It looks yeah. pretty cool. Can you pull yeah. it out? It's sparkly. Well, I'll tell you a behind-the-scenes story. Um, a week ago Monday, not this Monday, but the one before, I had to go in, and I was working in the uh, studio that you're sitting at, and I took a picture of my view, like we have so many times, and I could see Dawn in the control room. And Dawn was wearing kind of a low-cut thing where you could see cleavage. And I'm looking at the picture, and I'm like, oh, my. So I called in the talk back, and I said, Dawn, close the barn doors. I'm about to take a photo, and I don't want that going over Twitter. <laughs> so she pulled whatever she had on over it closed. That's funny. I took the picture, and then I posted it. We yeah. appreciate oh, your good. modesty and your worrying about well, our discretion. Yeah she, doesn't, yeah. yeah, she doesn't need that. Nobody no. needs that. No. You know what else nobody needs? What's that? And this is a, this is a conversation that... I'm just going to say, the Pioneer Woman. Okay. We're going to talk about this when we come back. But the Pioneer Woman has, she evokes a lot of feelings in my radio partner, Stephanie March. I didn't realize how polarizing of a character she is. Yeah. You love or you hate her. That's right. And Stephanie hate watches her with her son. And I kind of like her, but I'm going to tell you what happened that has people all up in an uproar when we come back okay sounds great we'll be right back it's good to hear demi lovato back i love her she has had a hard road to hoe and it's good to hear her back and finding her voice yes um lex i think you're a demi lovato lovato fan aren't you i do like her yeah Yeah. that's what i thought okay so we were talking about the pioneer woman and I like the Pioneer Woman, okay? I like her show. I like her cookbooks. 
I think her lifestyle sometimes is a little nauseating and hard to relate to because they live on a gajillion dollar ranch and all of that. But for whatever reason, I have lifestyle aspirations when I watch her stuff. Mm-hmm. So her daughter got engaged and there was an engagement party that happened in Texas and she's getting some flack because it was over 10 people and it was after they had mandated in Texas that you need to have smaller gatherings and please wear a mask. And in some of the pictures from the fancy party, country club party, they weren't wearing masks. And the like brigade of people that just piled on the pioneer woman, her daughter, like this is so irresponsible blah, 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 blah. And it feels like every time I open a story in the newspaper, every day there's like this anti-mask controversy. Yes, or mask controversy. And, you know, however you feel about the mask thing, that's not what I want to get into with you. What I want to get into is why are we having to be like the shamers of the mask people? You know what I mean? Why, like, if you're analyzing the the Pioneer Woman's pictures to see how many people there are, like, they were literally in this article counting. They were trying to assemble all the pictures. This is the media that's doing this. And they're counting to see, like, how many people were there, who was wearing a mask, who wasn't wearing a mask. Like, oh it, we need to, like, get together, people. We need to move on from this epidemic that we've been going on for six months. And it's going to take all of us. Maybe some of us are going to have to change our behavior. Maybe some of us are going to have to put our personal liberties aside for a minute. I don't know what it's going to take, but I do know that piecing together and reading all these stories in the media about this person's wearing a mask, this person isn't wearing a mask. None of that is helping us get to the goal of what we need to get to, which is back to work, back to our lives, back Mm -hmm. to eating in restaurants, back to all the things. I just Wait, I'm sick so you're of, saying you're you're mad that people are keeping track and shaming people yeah, for not wearing them. Like or? I'm just sick of it all. I'm sick of it all. If you're not wearing a mask in public in the state of Minnesota at this point, you're kind of a creep because that's what it's gonna take to get us to where we need to go. Now you wanna be a creep and do your own thing, that's fine. I people have their personal liberties. I'm just gonna do the right thing for me and my people and the people I care about. I just don't want to keep reading these stories in the news about all these people just absolutely losing their minds about the masks. I'm sick of it. About having to wear them or people not wearing them? No, people not wearing them, people Mm -hmm. complaining about wearing them, like on both sides too. Like if you can't wear them because of your personal issues, that's fine, but maybe you should stay home. Like that's your personal choice. I I personally am wearing a mask. I've been wearing a mask since literally February, haven't I hope? I have. Yes. Like I yeah. was the first person in the world to put the mask on. I wear it everywhere I go. If it's yeah. the smallest thing I can do, I'm fine with that. If you want to call me and have your personal liberty conversations, I really don't have time for it. That's your business. You can do it on your own time. I'm trying to be out in the world doing what I have to do to take care of mm-hmm. myself, my family, whatever. Well, and wearing the mask, I mean, they're proving that it does help limit the spread and by that it will open the economy again so they are related and i just think that's what like what is our end goal here is our i know we're a democracy and as our end goal everyone's personal liberties or do we all have to like make some sacrifices in order to get moving again i a lot of people yeah. are out of jobs a lot of people are having to yeah. take pay cuts losing uh, opportunities mm-hmm. losing internships 
I just, it's starting to really grate on my last nerve to hear about everybody's, you know, democracy and everybody's constitutional rights. Nope. We're all dependent on each other. We're an ecosystem. Like it or not, this is the way it's going to be until we can get past this because a virus does not care. Nope. And it's not political. No, it isn't. And, you know, there's a lot of things that are political and we can have that discussion a different day. Let's just try to get moving forward. Can we? Okay, Please. I feel better about that. You and know, I also, t- I find myself being like Gladys Kravitz of the mask yeah. police, too. When I see someone without a mask in public. It's weird. And I feel like, okay, are you just waiting for me to say something to you so that you can be one of those people that has an absolute meltdown on Twitter? Because I'm not going to do it. But by the same token, I I'm going to give you, you. Yeah, and I'm going to give you the stink eye of all stink eyes. Because here we're standing in the quick trip. With, uh-huh. you know, 75 people in here that are all trying to do the right thing with masks on that maybe have their personal liberties, too. And yet you're yeah. going to be the one, you 22-year-old jerk. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to look at you. I have completely removed this as an issue in my brain. I know what's good for me. And frankly, like I said earlier in the week, I, I have no more empathy or sympathy anymore for anything. So whatever anybody else does is their business. And I just don't want to get involved. What I do want to do is ask you about the mask wearing up north and around Ely when you're at your cabin. Yeah. Are there are you seeing the same thing that I'm seeing? What what are you seeing? Like no one wearing them? Well, I will say in March when I went up to the cabin uh to get some stuff taken care of, I thought that there was a lot of mask wearing then. And I was surprised. I was like, Oh, that's so interesting that there's so many masks up here. That's great. Then when I went back in May Nobody was wearing them. It had become a political statement and it was not a public health issue anymore. And everybody was working their liberties. And basically, when you wore a mask, you might as well had a sign on your forehead that said, I'm a liberal sheep. Bah, bah. So that was interesting. Then uh, in June, when the mask mandate went into place, I would say there's about 85 percent compliance up there. Way more than you would think. Yeah. And they have a really small hospital and a lot of people travel through Ely because of the boundary waters. A lot of out of towners are coming up there. People are nervous about that. People from out of town. Sure. Uh, I'm seeing probably 20% compliance, probably, if, if even that. Yeah. Unless I like, say, go into Alexandria and I go to a big box store or a retail center. But in the small towns, under a thousand people. Uh, at the racetrack uh, last weekend, not a lot of masks, hmm. no. But there is distancing. But you know, and we did go to the racetrack, uh, but we went to the far west end of the uh, the grandstand, and it was a west wind, so we were. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Upwind from virtually everybody. Um, I think your personal responsibility tact is a good one, but I will say the county that's having the biggest increase in new cases is St. Louis County. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and that's basically up north. Yeah. So Hmm. there you go. All right. I just can we just stop with stop? Like just stop. Can we just be civil? And just be civil. Like if you're Mm -hmm. not gonna wear your mask, fine, but stay home. Don't expect that you get to go to Target and places that are public businesses. And have your tantrums. Just stay home if well, you need to do that. People that work for the companies that are requiring them, you just feel for them. The person, There's, can you imagine? Oh, boy. You have your meeting and you're like, you're the one that gets to stand between the double yes. doors and make sure everybody. Yeah, has and their you're the barista who's just trying oh. to make a cup of coffee and yes. it's causing a scene. Right. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. There's so much rage on both sides, and that's why I've just, uh, you know, I just, I've clicked out. (laughs) Yeah, there is a lot of rage. Just doing what I do, and, you know, the hell with the rest of you. Kenny, that's a good (laughs) mantra. I probably need to adopt it myself and just, like, I'm just not even going to click into these stupid stories anymore. I'm just going to do what I think is the right thing for my people and move on. Yeah. And with that, when we come back, we're going to talk about sleep because nobody's getting enough of that. I don't like we are back. It is My Talk 7 1. That is quite a partnership there. We have Justin Bieber and Ed Sheeran. I love when you talk about Justin Bieber. There's just kind of a little twinkle in your voice. I do get twinkly about him. And I, I don't know why because he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would do it for me, but. I think he's talented. Yeah. And yeah. That whenever he sings a song, I find that I like it. And my favorite, one of my favorite lines from any song is, um, what is the, okay, now I'm going to not get it right. Um, my mama don't like you and she likes everyone. That's my favorite oh, yeah. line from a song. I like that song too. Yeah. Cause if your mom doesn't like mm-hmm. your dude or your dude doesn't like your oh. girl, pack it in folks. Cause that's not a relationship that's going to last. Mm-mm, no, nope. Or they just completely just disassociate from their family. So there's that too. Yeah, nobody should do that. <laughs> Even if your family is a crazy pants mm-hmm. like mine, you gotta embrace. Amen. Yep. Amen. Lex, you yeah. had a sleep study, I Let's think, that sleep. you wanted to talk about. Yeah, because I'm imagining yeah. you're getting like none. Oh, yeah. Right now it's uh, three, four hours at a time. But, um, you know, sometimes I'm feeling that's becoming a normal thing i thought before baby i was getting no sleep i had no time to do anything you know it was just very uh and now i'm like wow and now you're really tipped over in what that. a moron yeah <laughs> yeah i wow so actually i'm better i think at managing time than i was before when you only have a, a 30 minute pocket of time you just the stuff that i'm able to do in that time now is pretty awesome compared yeah. to having all day kind of thing. And how you spend your time. When you have a baby, it's super clarifying. Like, okay. Oh, yes. And who you want in your life and who you don't. Yeah. You know? And people just fall away. 
Yeah. And you'll get different friends, too. Like, you know, when we ever can go out of our houses and go to the parks and do things like we used to do, you know, you'll all of a sudden have different friends that'll be meaningful for you during that time. Yeah, exactly. And sleep is a big thing. You know, we always talk about, we always think about it in a, like a one size fits all that everyone needs to get eight hours of sleep. Do you guys, are you guys in line with that? Um, Uh, How much do you guys get for sleep? I'm slowly getting back to that, but no, that hasn't been the case for a long time. But boy, yeah. I do notice when I get eight hours how how fantastic I feel. But usually it's, it's six. Yeah, six okay. or less. I'm Steph, a pretty think? big sleeper. Yeah, I'm a pretty big sleeper. If given my choice, and a solid eight hours works for me. Sometimes yeah. I get less. Sometimes I get more. I like napping. Yeah, oh, I, you yeah. know, taking a nap feels I haven't been able to nap since this morning drive stint. And, you know, that can be a little wearing if you this I'm going on my third day without a nap. But mm-hmm. yeah, but that's surprising. You, I think that you'd be taking more naps. Yeah, I do like that, taking but, naps. But yeah, well, the new study is that they're really focusing on this genetic variant that they're saying now if you look at your parents were they short sleepers if they were short sleepers then then that is okay because i always think yeah i didn't get eight hours uh this is not good for me um but some people who sleep four hours like famously martha stewart she only sleeps four hours and she has said this years years and years ago that she has more energy if she sleeps more than that she feels groggy it's not good for her she gets more done all of this and that's just how she's run like for her whole life but she also said that her mom was like that so now they're doing more studies about that and that completely makes sense okay do you think genetic thing so my mom was a pretty crabby person okay (laughs) who slept (laughs) a lot okay and i'm just wondering if like you think crabby runs in the family too yeah i know i think so so too yeah and i I told my husband i'm sorry you married me you knew my mom was crabby (laughs) I can't help it. It's I'm so just crabby. Funny. I don't think of you as a crabby person. I'm less crabby than I used to be. Partly hormonally, they burned it out of me when I had chemo. Um, oh, is with, that a big difference? Well, okay. with breast cancer, they yeah. try. I have a hormone-based breast cancer, so they burned all the hormones out. And okay. I'm a much happier person because of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lot more even. Yeah. Hormones are real. Woof. Wow. Yeah, that's definitely a genetic thing for sure. Yeah. If your mom was that way, then you might be too. Um, but um, yeah. My wow. mom slept all the time. Like she would sleep. She'd go, she'd stay up late at night. So we wouldn't even know. And then like 10 o'clock, we were still having to be quiet because she was asleep. If it was like a Saturday afternoon. Wow. And as a mom, I just can't imagine getting that much sleep now. Yeah, there's no way. My dad is a very light sleeper and he only would get three four hours a night and that and he's still that way yeah and so he, that he might work for you just perfectly yeah my mom is a, was a sleeper like or still is i guess like like your mom uh-huh um but but he was all up and and she yeah kind of go well why are you i wonder with your <laughs> going back your to dad, bed lex have you ever <laughs> asked your dad was he like that before he was in the marines i wonder if that's something a constant state of readiness thing that you never shake after you've been in the service. And from what I understand, he had a pretty serious kind of top secret gig. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And it was up at four every morning. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that's just something that's so ingrained in him that that's just his life now. That just carried on. It'd be interesting to ask him if he was like that when he was a teenager. 
Yeah, you know, I think that he he always said that he was a morning person. And okay. so, um, but th- I don't know what time he went to bed. So I'm going to ask him that. That's a good question. But for sure, a lot of the stuff that he learned in the Marine Corps, he has carried on now. I mean, by he he'll he gets up early. He does the majority of his work at, until 7 a.m. And then after that, he's like, mm, I, I, I finished. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> he's ready for a nap. Yeah. That's yeah, funny. That's kind of your schedule, too, Lex. Yeah, it is now, too. Yeah. And I'm finding that, that I'm more uh, on his his wavelength than my mom's mm-hmm. in terms well, of that. What about your weekends? Well, it doesn't yeah. count because you have Zen. I was going to ask if you can sleep in on weekends. Well, if given the opportunity, could you sleep in? Yeah, I can sleep until about six thirty-seven. So it's not like yeah. it's a lot later. Right. I, well, it's a couple hours later, but or well, more than that. But how about you? Do you still well, wake up? I as had early? that year. I had that year off, and it took me a, probably eight months out of twelve to finally train myself to sleep past seven a.m. Yeah, uh, you know, for most of that year off, I was up at four a.m. and out and doing stuff in the dark. You know, long before the sun would come up. Yeah. yeah. What kind of stuff are you Get doing in the to... dark, Kenny? Uh, <laughs> He's like in the yard stuff. mowing his lawn yeah. with those clipped yeah. corners. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like yeah. next door to you going, what the heck? Go to bed, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, those people that, that, that get out there with their power tools and their yeah. lawn tools. If yeah. it's not, you can't do that before 8 a.m. I'm you just going to call it. You in the garage, right? Or not in the city, quiet. I don't. No, not in the city, I don't. But obviously up north, yeah. I, I'm going at it full steam at 6 in the morning. Oh, if you start your chainsaw on the lake, yeah. you're yeah. a real <laughs> jerk. I'm just going to tell you to knock it yeah. off. 8 o'clock is a good time for yeah. that to... 8 o'clock on... You know what? I, I yeah. bet Lex has heard this in her life. My phrase is, we're burning daylight here. Let's go. <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> because every day is a race against the sun. You know, you got to get it done before the sun goes down. <laughs> That's so true. Especially I get more done by 7 a.m. than most people do in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, there is that. Oh, yeah. My dad would get us up and he's like, we got to rebuild the dock. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Dad, it's five. Are you kidding yeah. me? He's like, nope come on here's your tool belt let's go i'm like okay i'm like do we have to build a fire i can't see (laughs) i can't see to help then we finally got electricity and that helped a lot but for a long time we didn't have electricity up there speaking of pioneer women yeah i mean we were really pioneering then that's funny we didn't have electricity at our cabin for a while either we were on propane Oh, okay. Yeah, same. Yeah, because it's on an island, so there wasn't electricity, but I now... Use, I use a generator at my cabin. Oh, those are loud, too. Oh. Yeah, you've got to run it 100. Uh, it's 100 feet away, and it's in a box, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm looking yeah, forward to moving into done. the farmhouse where we have traditional electricity. <laughs> 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 traditional oh, electricity. Fun. That is yeah. funny. Yeah. Way to... Can uh, to your farm? Kenny, no, nobody's invited. No, I'm not even telling you. Or... Lex, you didn't you, no. you didn't know that in advance that he was no, going to not invite I, you? He's no, going to unfollow I... you now too. <laughs> Probably. Cuz yeah, you asked too much of him. I thought by putting him on the spot he might, you know, acquiesce, no. but no. no okay. No. 
you're, no, you're, none of okay. you are invited. No. Yeah. Sorry. The day that Kenny no. signs off here, we won't hear from him again. <laughs> Ever. <That laughs> Twitter Ever. No Twitter. No nothing. So yeah. Oh, he'll just goodness. be like, bye. <laughs> Not even no that. I'm just going to disappear. Yep. Yeah. No, we'll get no advance warning. We might run into him in a Menards down the road and go, whoa, there was the Unabomber. <laughs> I used to work with him. Uh, unless the, <laughs> a standard procedure now? for me when, like, when I'm in the ballpark and I see somebody I know is to quick duck behind a pole or a corner oh. so I don't have to have that. How you been doing the last six months? No chit chat. <laughs> oh, oh, Kenny, I you're funny. Hey, yeah. You guys, I know my friends like me because they never call. And that's proof right there. Okay. <laughs> well, Kenny counts his friends on one hand. We'll take a break. And when we come back, we've got some more hot topics for you on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Jason and Alexis show on My Talk 1071. We really appreciate you being here with us this Friday morning. I'm here with Alexis and Hope and Kenny. And Alexis, I think yes. you have something to tell us this morning. Um, yes, I do. I want to make sure everybody knows about the Cat Video Festival. Um, and we're doing it again this year. It's going to be a little different um, because, well, COVID. Um, and so it will be virtual. And so the St. Paul Saints and my talk, we're bringing the Cat Video Festival virtual quarantine edition. It's presented by David from First Equity. And there'll be a segment from America's Funniest Home Videos. And so make sure you mark your calendar. It's Thursday, August 20th, 8 p.m. It's free. But we are accepting donations to Bitty Kitty Brigade, which is such a cute organization. They do a great job saving those little kitties and it's the little ones, you know, the little ones that just need so much help. So go to mytalk1071.com, type in keyword cats. Fun, fun, mm-hmm. fun. Okay, you guys, we're going to play Would You Rather because it's my favorite game. Oh, yeah. It's time to make a choice. Jason and Alexis present, Would You Rather? All right. Whenever I fill in, this is usually my favorite game. Oh, it's ours too. Yeah. And Jace has like a really good list, but I'm going to do it just a little different. I am doing Would You Rather, but these are questions for kids. Oh. So it'll be just a little bit different. Yeah. A little bit different flavor. Okay. Okay. Would you rather have a car that can fly or a Mm. car that can go underwater alexis you start okay definitely a car that flies why uh because i've always wanted to be a bird and to see how that feels and i think that would be a good way to to do that and to get that bird's eye view okay and the car seems like it'd be kind of safe right yeah yeah we can i can see my my folks pretty quickly too just oh yeah speed speed of getting yeah yeah. just get in there and go kenny flying car or underwater car look look where we're at technologically speaking i can pick up my phone and we can facetime and see each other we can do all these incredible things now with technology how come i'm not in a flying car what already the bleep (laughs) it is a good question i mean when i saw that when I saw the Jetsons in the 70s, I, I, I knew this was my future. I knew that I was, number one, going to be in a flying car, and number two, I would get fired and hired by the same boss every single day. <laughs> Neither one of those things happened. Yeah, I have been fired and hired by the same boss numerous times, but I expect to get fired every single day and then get hired oh. back by the end of the day. 
Yeah, and, and I want a flying car, a big bubble, and yeah. Oh, how okay. Cool would that be? What would you yeah. pick, Steph? You know, honestly, I think I would pick underwater because I like, I like scuba, I like snorkel, mm. I like fish. There's something about being under the water that feels like you're in the womb, kind of, mm. and that feels very calming to me and relaxing. Oh, so I think I would do underwater. Hope is shaking her oh, head. Hope, what no, would you do? I like the opposite feeling of what you have with underwater. <laughs> you don't want to know what's I, under there? No, I'm <laughs> terrified. So I'm taking the flying car. All right. Yeah. All right. I feel sweaty. Okay. Condensation. Um, This is a funny one. Would you rather have a bucket stuck on your head? <laughs> oh, no. Or a cement block stuck on your foot? <laughs> <laughs> cement blocks for sure you can see i mean you, oh. your head is just so valuable think how and tired your, your legs would be carrying that around i just get a on a segue a what on my head a bucket <laughs> stuck bucket head yeah, yeah like you're, you're one head. of those bears that sticks their head in the trash can and can't get the lid off I'd, yeah i'd be i'd be acing that scooter life right there i just get on a scooter just, I'm just picturing Curly Howard in the Three Stooges. I want, I want to have, I want to be Buckethead Man. Yeah, you wouldn't have to talk, Kenny. That'd That's true. You could and have nobody could see me. It'd be nope. better than a duck. mask. Okay, uh, Hope. Uh, I was gonna go with bucket on my head, but I think I'm gonna do the cement block on my foot. Yeah, me so too. So I can see. I <sighs> yeah, think of your thighs too, man. Those quads get a workout. <laughs> Okay, would you rather jump into a pool of chocolate pudding or a pool of strawberry ice cream? Ooh, mm. can we do both? <laughs> Swirl. <laughs> both sound really fun. A pool of chocolate pudding would be so f- messy and dirty. Yeah. Like strawberry yeah. ice cream, you could it would probably just no. melt off. Like pudding it's would just cold. stick. It's cold though, and with yeah, cold comes frozen. shrinkage. So pudding, <laughs> pudding, pudding is fun. Yeah, Kenny, that's can be a funny. Lot of fun. <laughs> the pudding you could maybe swim through. Yeah. Yeah, let's go with pudding. That sounds good. Hope I'm gonna go with pudding because okay. of the cold. Not necessarily about the shrinkage, but uh-huh. the cold. I don't want to deal with that. Okay, I've got some good ones here. Would you rather <laughs> eat a dead spider or a live worm? Oh, Steph, no, Ew. neither. I'm you going with a worm. <gasps> a live worm. worm? Yeah, I don't want to think about spiders. What if it wriggled back up? What? Oh. It's, <laughs> you know. I'll wash it down with water or whatever. But what if it just, just kept coming back them. up, trying to find the light, Hope? It hits that acid and it's a goner, guys. Hope, that means you're going to have to chew it a couple of times so you know it doesn't survive. Oh. Mm, I just oh. don't know if I could do the spider. Okay. Yeah, dead spider. At least we oh. know it's dead, guys. Yeah, but... Just cover that in chocolate. We won't even know. Dead spider. I could like swallow one right now. Yeah, it's dead. Oh. And I yeah, guess I don't size. Look at it. Yeah, size oh. might matter. If it was a tarantula, oh, that'd be no. really horrible. Oh, no. Or, wants crunch, crunch. or a daddy long leg. <laughs> no. Yeah. Next question. Ugh. Oh, gross. Okay. Uh, this one is just funny for many reasons. Would you rather have really small hands? Uh oh. <laughs> or really big feet? Oh. Big feet. Absolutely. Okay. Stomp around. Think about the puddle jumping we do. 
All right. I'm go- I, I want I, small, hands. small hands. Small hands. hands. You go with small hands. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be dainty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're assuming they're cute. Yeah. True. Um, you could like wave to people and it would be like a sideshow. Like, hey, I have small hands. Like someone else we know out you there in the world right now room. that is in leadership that waves a lot, that has small hands. Well, see, well. Well, you, you know go. what they say about uh, guys with uh, big feet, right? And by the way, my, my feet are size 14. Uh, so I'll, oh, wow. uh, I'll, stick, yeah. I'll stick with uh, my Do you big really feet. have a size 14 foot? Next question. Oh, Kenny, I knew you were going to pick big feet, and I knew that would be the reason why uh-huh. you didn't fail me. Hope, big feet or small hands? Small hands. Yes. Yep. You could have like little mini cups that you would, little yeah, coffee cups. of course. Um, I mean, how small are we talking here? I mean, can you type on a keyboard okay? Yeah, probably. Just small. Okay. They're just small. Just okay, this is our last one. Last one, I think. Would you rather read minds or be invisible? Invisible. Invisible. Yeah, that's easy. Invisible. Oh, I want to read people's minds, but I know I'd get my feelings hurt because they probably think weird things about me. And I'd be like, oh. In fact, Jason told me there's someone that we work with that I was like, oh, I think he likes me. And he was like, no, no, he doesn't. He told me he doesn't like you. (laughs) And I was like, he doesn't? He doesn't like me? He's like, no, he's never liked you. Why did you think he liked you? He doesn't like you. And it's it's hilarious and true, but I was like, oh, wow. So every time I see the person, I'm like, oh, he doesn't like me. Do you try extra hard to be nice? I can't stop myself. Because all I want in the world is people to like me. When they don't like like me i am desperately sad and i like try harder and it's embarrassing it's It's like george costanza a hundred percent that is me kenny yep bending over backwards and if yeah and if i had to read your mind and i knew all these things it'd be tragic yep so would you rather there you go invisible those were fun yeah they were fun the kids version we'll be right back Gone away. It's a beautiful day.